Hey there, it's Michael from Amazing FBA. Welcome to Mindset Moments, little bite-sized chunks of thoughts and hopefully wisdom about business and life from my wanderings around London and other parts of Europe. Do you want to grow your business bigger and faster? A free audit of your Amazon business can help you see and avoid threats and find missed golden opportunities. I generally charge $150 or more per hour, but this would be free. You can be a reseller or a brand owner. If you're the owner of an existing retail business and you want to launch onto Amazon, then feel free to book as well. All I ask is that you're doing a few thousand dollars a month in sales. Just visit myamazonaudit.com, scroll down, click on Amazon Audit, and book in a time. That's M-Y-A-M-A-Z-O-N-A-U-D-I-T.com. Hey folks, Michael VZ from Amazing FBA here. I'm at home in the home office and we are moving home again after a few months in our current place. Kind of exciting, kind of a pain as it usually is. But the business lesson for today is, is about business books and I'm having to choose really right now which book I'm going to take back to some an in-laws house because we're going to store some books so we don't have to move them around between London and other places. So I'm going to sort of dribs and drabs taking stuff over to be stored in the sort of medium term. So books that I may read in the next few years, but not plan to read in the next year. Uh, books that I am wanting to keep because I feel I'm going to read them within the next year while I may well wish to. And business books that I'm saying goodbye to. And it's a really, really interesting exercise to do. So I've got a, a few things here. So first of all, got it's a bit chaotic here because we're we're moving. So we, we're even sleeping in random rooms at the moment, including sleeping in my office, which is a bit uncomfortable. So forgive the chaos, but let me just share with you some of the things that have made the cut. Simplify by Richard Koch and Greg Lockwood. The only reason that's made the cut, I haven't read it. It's a strategy level book. But I rate Richard Cross so highly that I'm probably going to try and read that. Actually, I can see that Getting Things Done by Dave Allen is still here. That definitely belongs in there. Not going to read it for ages, but I ought to have a copy. What else we got? Romance in the Balance Sheet. I'm noticing that I'm going to keep quite a few financial type books. I'm getting more and more into financial analysis. I think it's incredibly core technical skill for any business person. And I'm getting into buying businesses now and advising on due diligence, uh, commercial due diligence for, for people acquiring Amazon businesses. So the more educated I can get financially, the better. So other things, profit first, excuse the chaos, I say. Mike Michalowicz, I've read it before. I read it again, really good. Some other ones, actually, I may you know, put a couple of other ones the way of, you know, the, the other one. Got to keep it, but I'm not going to read it for a while. Some books, for example, Shoe Dog. The Phil Knight book, I'm keeping that because I've you know, read it or I listened to the audio book recently. Fantastic book. If you are a startup entrepreneur of any kind, small business growing fast in physical products, read the, the book. It's amazing. Very different from your average corporate CEO type book. Much more raw, much more startup, much more getting to the emotional terror of <laughs> feeling like you're going to fail, you know, dealing with competitors. Everything else, really, really good. Books I'm getting rid of. Interesting mix. It's a complete mess here, but one of the things I'm getting rid of is a really good book called The Money of Your Life by John Clark, which is 
really, really great book. But the reason I'm getting rid of it is because I feel like I've absorbed as many lessons of it as, as I'm going to, because I've read it a lot of times. I feel like I don't necessarily need that. Or no, maybe I do. Maybe I need to read Unite Join work. This is the problem with reading these things. But if it's pretty out of date, so that's a charity shop job. It's funny that reading things again or reconnecting to things you're about to get rid of puts a value on them. Of course, that's a psychological pr principle called loss aversion. By the way, one book that I'm always going to have available. I love my books, by the way. This is one of the reasons why moving house is such a nightmare because my wife and I love books and my wife has a huge music collection as you'd expect of a professional musician. So that makes it even worse. Hence the, the attempt to get a grip on this. Psychology of influence, by the way, definitely one that I'm going to be keeping because it's an absolute go-to book. I'm like, again, I feel like I've almost memorized quite a lot of the basic principles. I've read it so many times, I've underlined it, you know, got sort of, I haven't used highlighter, but I've got a lot of underlining in it. What else have we got here? There's a definite keeper, two hand at all times. A couple of other books. One book to do, talking of loss aversion and other such principles, Thinking Class and Slow by Daniel Kahneman, something I've started reading and have not uh, completed it, it's quite an intellectual term the guy got a Nobel prize so he was a a very serious i guess a, a psychologist who worked wrote with Traversky, if i got the name right an economist to think about what motivates people to act um particularly in quite practical ways to do with economics as well so so in terms of understanding consumer psychology and indeed psychology full stop fascinating book so that's been on my to read list for a while yeah, it's funny what I found. So what am I trying to say here? Okay, so I'm not trying to say that you should buy particular books or that might interest you to see what I got. Oh, by the way, one last specific book. I'm getting rid of The Art of SEO. Right, this is a real tome. It's absolutely massive. It, it makes a thud when you drop it. It's 800 pages. I obviously was very serious about this at tom some point. And me letting go of this book is me letting go of the idea that I'm going to do any serious SEO work in the next 12 months. I don't think I'm going to. And that's because I, so I mean, I, I might, in which case I, I could buy a book, but I probably won't. It's too much to absorb and um, too complicated. Uh, if I'm going to actually do it at all, it has to be in bite-sized chunks and feel like a doable win. So learnings from this. Um, number one, you don't know what you really value until you potentially losing it. So loss aversion is a thing for all of us. It's a psychological reality as found by Kahneman and amongst many, many other principles of economics and behavior, hence the Nobel Prize, that guy is good. And so loss aversion is useful because we can use it as marketers to sell stuff all day long, you know, last three units available, you know, only available as stocks last, etc. But we can use it on ourselves to force ourselves to streamline and simplify life. So by forcing myself through a mini process of, do I re get rid of these books? Do I take them to a sort of holding pen, as it were, a holding cell, a holding place, their long-term storage, or do I take it to our home library in the next place we're going to live? I'm being forced to evaluate whether I like books or not. And that's uh, another way of putting it is as my old business coach, Dan Bradbury, who's an NLP trained guy, says all decision-making and value clarification, and particularly deciding what you're going to get rid of, what you're going to keep, and what you're going to really commit to, uh, forces you to think about what you value. And valuing books tells you also interesting things, because SEO was something I pushed. I did a quite a big push on last summer to do some work on it, and then it sort of flopped. And um, I think I just need to focus on one path for long enough for it to make a difference and double down on what works. Honestly, 
what's been working for me for the last uh, multiple years is the podcast. To some extent, SEO, it could be better, and YouTube. Probably going to add paid advertising to um, the podcast mix, but that's about it. So, yeah, letting go of certain things is, is really helpful. Making space from physical things is obviously both a metaphor for and a concrete version of making space mentally as well. So final lesson from this is, you know, going through a process where you have to take things out, get rid of them is, is always useful. I've talked about this before. It's very, very true indeed. If you're an e-commerce business owner and you look at your catalog, frankly, and look at the numbers objectively, you'll probably see that you should probably stop selling quite a lot of the products and you've got an emotional attachment to it, much greater than any of my attachment to any of these books probably, but you still got to let go of stuff sometimes because there isn't enough space. And this little rucksack here is a brilliant example of a physical constraint. And I can't physically fit any more box in here. So I'm going to make, make some difficult choices. And to be honest, I'm quite tempted to get rid of getting things done. The Dave Allen classics, absolute classic of productivity, but I've never found it works for me. <laughs> Maybe I'm too disorganized to use it. Maybe I don't work in a corporate environment that it seems to grow out of. I don't know either that, or I should, I should double down and use the thing, but the fact that I can't go any further is just like you and your Amazon stories. There's a reason that Amazon limits your stories in Q4. It's under pressure. So if you physically limit things, it stops you from overloading them. So I've got some difficult decisions to make. So I better go make them. Thank you for sharing this moment with me. Speak to you soon. Do you want to grow your business bigger and faster? A free audit of your Amazon business can help you see and avoid threats and find missed golden opportunities. I generally charge $150 or more per hour, but this would be free. You can be a reseller or a brand owner. If you're the owner of an existing retail business or direct consumer business, and you want to launch onto Amazon, then feel free to book a call as well. All I ask is that you're doing a few thousand dollars a month in sales already. Just visit myamazonaudit.com, scroll down, click on Amazon Audit and book in a time. That's M-Y-A-M-A-Z-O-N-A-U-D-I-T.com. Look forward to speaking to you on your audit.